Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. This is Hugo Bernal, your host of El Tri Online. This is El Mexican Soccer Podcast. Today we have a good company, good company, El Super Mojado. We cannot get rid of it, people. We cannot get rid of him yet. Uh, we have El Buen Fernando, que anda bien feliz con sus pumas. Guys, we have some feedback over here. Episode 175, right? 175 is just so much. But of course, we are El Tri and we have to talk about El Tri. Lots, lots to talk about it. Uh, La Liguilla also, el repechaje, we start with that first. There you go, it's fixed now. Uh, but first, uh, just make sure you follow us here on El Tri Online. Uh, hit that uh, little bell, follow, subscribe, everything you have to do in every single social media platform. We are here every week. And we also throw some um, puro pincho watch party, so make sure you follow those too. Uh, what's up, guys? How are you? How are you, guys? El buen Fuera Fernan. Tata. Fuera Tata. Tenemos un hooligan. Tenemos un hooligan. Se tiene que ir. Juli, es, I'm sure you're the guy, the guy with the homophobic chant, right? El, el grito de. Tú eres uno de esos. No, ¿no? eso no, pero, pero sí grito fuera Tata. Because it's enough. Three games against the uh, US lost. You know, that, that can't be happening, man. Nunca me imaginé extrañar a Osorio tanto. <risa> Eres uno oh más, güey. Uno oh más. Por favor, ¿quién dejó hablar a este muchacho? ¿Quién lo dejó entrar? Hooligan. Hooligan, man. I'm telling you. He's a hooligan. What's up, guys? How are you? Besides uh, a little bit upset, I guess. Uh, Mexico lost against Canada also in the call of Edmonton. Mexico lost against the U.S. for the third time this year. Uh, what else? What else is good? Uh, super. I just want to make make this clear. Do you keep Tata Martino in front of the, in charge of the three? Listen, guys. I I had thrown Tata Martino like a year ago. You guys just want to listen to me. <laughs> I've been telling you guys Tata Martino has to go. And, and and this is like an old. Uh, finally, now everybody's jumping on board. But it's like I've been saying this forever. You know, Tata Martino just lost control of the of the team. This when the when the pandemic started, uh, I think it took Martino with with the, with the. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, this was just I don't know. He, he just got lost, and, and I don't know. And I, he just can't figure it out. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I wanted to to see maybe he could turn things around, but it's been three games, two finals, and then this game. Y, y para ser honesto, los partidos previos contra Estados Unidos tampoco fueron los mejores. So let's let's, uh, let's remind everybody to to join uh, the, the the comment sections of whatever you're watching or listening to us. We have Martin forty three Martin telling us fuera tata question. Metan a Jimmy Lozano. So is, is that the answer, real quick? Before we continue talking about this, real quick, uh, what's the answer? Because who who do you bring at this point right now? I don't know if I would get rid of Tata just yet. There is a lot of Mexican coaches that could easily take this job. And, Tranquilo, I mean, amigo Sanchez. Would not say no. And it, I, at this point, creo que, no sé si sea por la desesperación que ya tengo, pero Leaño, que traigan ¿no? al piojo. No, Que no, traigan no, no al piojo eso. otra vez para que salve el barco como en el 2014. No, no puede ser eso. No puede ser eso. Let's take a look at the standings, of CONCACAF standings, and see you. 
Really, the deal here is by by the way, um, United States tied against uh, Jamaica, so it makes things a little easier. I think still Mexico is going to go to the World Cup with no problem. I still think that. I don't think it's going to be as disaster, a disaster that it had like it happened in 2013. But Canada is uh, two points ahead of Mexico, one ahead of uh, the United States, and Mexico and Panama tied with 14 points. And just because of goals, Panama is in the repechaje. But um, besides that, there's no Costa Rica. It's down. Jamaica abajo. El Salvador, Honduras. There's they're really no. Not, they, they're not fighting for anything. There's six games left, which I believe four of them are in Estadio Azteca, and some of them will be with uh, uh, no no fans. So that might be an issue. But still, Estadio Azteca should. Should matter. Let's see how it uh, Mexico does against Estados Unidos at Estadio Azteca and see. Let, let's actually take a look at the at the schedule. Why, why am I inventing the wheel here? There you go. Uh, for what we have left, January. It's not January second. It's January twenty something, twenty seven, I believe. It's against uh, Jamaica in Kingston. It's going to be a tough game. It is the 27th, and then January 30th, it's against Costa Rica in Estadio Azteca, and then February 2nd against uh, Panama in, in el Estadio Azteca. And then March, you have uh, Estados Unidos in el Estadio Azteca, Honduras in Honduras, y El Salvador in Salvador, in el Estadio Azteca. So it's possible, guys. I don't think we should be so worried about it. I think Tata Martino needs to do new things, for sure. You, But you I don't think to. it's... You have to be worried, man. It, it, it's not about the the schedule. It, it, it in a, you know in a way it looks easy for Mexico to just clinch their their qualify uh, their their spot in the in the World Cup, but uh, <clears throat> the problem is that you have a, a coach that has no clue what he's playing. You have a coach that you know has a team that he just lost uh, control of it. He, you know he he. He he gets like he gets in certain uh, moments where you know the game is stuck and he doesn't know what to do. I mean, it, during this game against again, well, that both both games he couldn't like make uh, substitutions. Uh, he didn't make substitutions like uh, fast enough. I think that, like I said, he if this is the way we're gonna play the World Cup, forget it. You know, they're, they're not even gonna make it to the second round. <laughs> So, complaining about Osorio that too many rotations, as he would call them. Now complaining because he's not doing any rotations. So, who I, do I'm we understand? Talk, I'm not talking about See, rotations. Is, I'm talking about finding the 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 um the key to open that lock if you're not scoring goals. Uh, if you're losing, replacing, getting a substitution, or just at least from the beginning, just make a team that you can uh, be more competitive with. Not just not keep bringing Guardado, uh, uh, Herrera. Those these guys are just they, we had enough of them. You know, just just not. You know, it's not they're not the same anymore. They were good at one point in time, and it's just time for them to go. Fernando, what do you what do you have to say? I don't think it's time for them to go. I think que to todavía pueden aportar bastante al, uh -huh. a, al equipo. But, yeah, el Tata is completely lost. No le saca provecho como debería a estos jugadores. You know, players que están jugando en Atlético de, uh, de Madrid, en el Betis. European But players, you know. He so. plays five minutes, man. He, you can't even call that playing. 
Hey, but yeah, he trains with 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 the European ah, players. Here we go again. Training, training. Forget it. Forget it. You gotta be in and then. Uh, he he also has a lot of experience rhythm. with la selección mexicana. You you talk about that's keeping the mentality that we have. You, that, you that talk you about keeping just because he's in Europe, he deserves to be a, a, a starter in, in 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 the national team. No, no, so, it's not. So for you, who else would be better in his position? We'll we'll get to that in in one second. Let me just read the comments real quick because people are uh, obviously uh, talking about this because it is a topic that there's so many things to say, but DJ says that part of the blame is Tata, but also the players. It is true. I think um, players are responsible for at some point, at some level. Uh, Rec 416, Tata needs to get his act together. We all know that. Tata needs to put young players already. We're seeing them, that it's an issue. We'll talk about that in a second. Young players. DJ is telling us the real issues that, there need to be more talented youth in the national team. U.S. national team in Canada are younger and their athleticism showed. El Tri couldn't keep up. All right, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, 43 Martin, he needs to put his players who are hungry for the ball. Nomino el super mojado para DT de México. It says Don Flamingo. Yeah, it's not happening. USA and Canada show how weak El Tri defensive backline was. It is true. I mean, both teams were uh, Canada, not so much over it they just played it the right way and they scored the right way and uh, the right time but uh, also it was memo show a little bit of the of the responsibility to it see super also, let me just... also they call but hold on hold on going back to to because a lot of people I've, I've seen this way too much call young players call young players make a young team make a young team it, it is true it is the oldest team in the concacaf in the octagonal uh, average, obviously, it is the oldest team, Mexico. So if we call young players, more likely they're not, the, the, the experience is not there, and more likely they're not going to succeed. Not that the well, other ones are hey, succeeding. I don't think that's, Hugo, I don't think that's true said, because the United States something there, though. Is, the United States is doing the exact same thing that you just mentioned. They're yeah, playing with they, a, a lot of... Let, let me just remind you this. Are we ready? Because the United States didn't make it to the World Cup last last uh, qualifying stage. And they they started a process since then. And they, they respect it. Mexico hasn't started a process. As long as they make it, they're okay with it. It doesn't matter how it happened, how many players, how many uh, coaches. It doesn't matter. As long as they, they make it, they're happy with it. So they're not going to create a process. If we make a process to bring young players, we have to be responsible or to know that they might not make it to the World Cup. The and it's like they said, respect the process. Listen, you already have young players that are, can, they are like uh, regulars in the in first division in Mexican soccer. You, you, you have guys that uh, can help you, you know? You just got to like give them an opportunity. And you said something important. Oh, they don't have experience. And how do you think they're gonna get yeah, that experience? That, exactly. They have well, to yeah. get playing time. They have to go there. And 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 if you are gonna continue to leave these guys, oh no, they're too young. All right, they're not. They're twenty three. They're too young. Uh, what do you want them to be? Uh, Thirty, so that you can start uh, uh, starting them. You know, going back, going back to to some podcasts that we had back in August, us three uh, mentioned that la selección que fue a Tokio had to be the base for the selection that was going to go to Qatar. And out of that selection, I don't think there's anybody 
starting uh, or that started in this past two games. It is true. It is Except true. Except so, yeah. Johan Vasquez, but that that's just one player. And it, uh, no, and it, it, it is because uh, the circumstances, not not because he was Tata wasn't it wasn't Tata's favorite. Let's put it that way. I, I don't understand. What do you mean circumstances? The the, the other because, players, because uh, they ha- he didn't was, have enough uh, players. No tienen defensas. Quien estaba lesionado y estaban castigados. El cachorro Montes está lastimado. Ajá. Y este quién era Mier, me parece o no no Mier. Eh, no. Perdón, el de la América. El Juan. central alto de la América. Se me olvidó el nombre ahorita mismo. No. Um... You're talking about uh, Jorge. Um... No, 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 no. Older player. We'll, we'll get to it in. A... But anyway, so let's. What's the solution attacking wise? Let's put it that way because there's a graphic very important. Let's take a look at it with Chicharito. In it. Chicharito uh, is, is going to be controversy all the time in anything or anything. But it's 109 games, average wise is 0.48. No, no one gets even close to it. El Raúl Jiménez con punto 30, but still very far behind. This is something that El Tata Martino should address and, and be. It's more. It goes beyond, I guess, uh, eh, indisciplinas o lo que sea, porque Chicharito demuestra que él se, él puede hablar de frente en, en, los, en esos aspectos. Entonces. ¿Por qué no el Tata se acerca al Chicharito y le dice, ¿te vas a disculpar o qué va a pasar? ¿Quieres jugar? ¿No quieres jugar? ¿Qué va a suceder? Fix these kind of problems. See, th- those numbers, I don't think they tell me much because with what I've seen is that the problem lies on the midfield. No le surten balones a los delanteros. Y si el Chicharito llega o regresara con la selección mexicana, va a tener el mismo problema que Raúl Jiménez está teniendo ahorita. Mm-hmm. Is there? Did you guys watch the video of uh, Greg Bell Halter in in the in the dressing room before the game against Mexico, talking about uh, some African dogs? Uh, I did not. I did not see that video. I didn't. For production. Let's see if we can get it for for uh, in a few minutes. But it's a great great video. It's a motivational speech that he he makes in in about a minute or or so. Not even. He tells about how somebody told him at the at the zoo that African dogs they. They just chase their prey and they hunt together as a pack and they just, until they get the, their prey, right? And they eat it. So I, I cannot see El Tata Martino getting any close to that kind of a speech behind before a game. So uh, somebody mentioned, I think it was uh, tu, Fernando, bring El Piojo. I don't think el Piojo tuvo su oportunidad y ya la hizo y lo no. que sea, pero sí tenemos que traer a alguien que sea estratega y motivador. For sure. Am I correct on that or not? Yeah, you're, you're correct. Y el único que puede ser no quiere, que es el Tuca. So, I think he would be the solution to a lot, a lot of the problems. That, no, también se, se, se pone tóxico el rollo. Rápido. Es ya es muy mexicano. But then, <laughs> then there's no other coach. I don't know. It would be, I don't know. It's it's tough. That's what I said. I you, wouldn't. You, I wouldn't get rid of it. You have a, a lot of coaches, man. You cannot say you you have a. Um, a quien te traes, pues. Na, you have Nacho Ambriz. You have uh, Almeida. You have uh, um, Herrera. You have you have plenty of coaches that you can pick from and that would easily uh, fit in this in uh, 
with la selección and that knows know the players they know the soccer they know all this environment you know so i i definitely think that, that that's not a, a problem if you get rid of that that you can easily get one of these guys to to, to fill in hasta el año no hasta el año lo no mames tampoco the reason i think they brought tata was because he had experience with another selección Neither the reason admit. they brought Tata is because he's Argentino, way, and, and they they well, well, that's that's their biggest problem that they idolize uh, like extranjeros just because they're Brazilian or but, Argentinian. They think that they're gonna go and win a World Cup. No, regardless, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Almeida te lo traes super. Almeida te lo traes. Mira, uh, you guys Almeida know that with Almeida is different. Este way has a different mentality than than uh, than. A, a typical Argentinian. I mean, I don't want to sound like, a, a, you know, I don't want to stereotype, but this guy fell in love with Mexican soccer. He uh, he now says that he, in his heart, he, he, he loves the country. And I honestly think that he would do a decent job with La Selección Mexicana. <laughs> I mean, I... Ay, ese pastor. I, I, I would, I would prefer, at this point, I prefer Almeida than Tata Martino, but I don't think he's going to be the solution because he has no experience with a selección. I don't know, man. And, I don't know. And, and, and what, can, what can you tell me that, Tata, what did Tata Martino want, uh, want that you think that he's going to give a, uh, give us a, a World Cup? Well, he... Nothing. He won anything. Well, no. play, playing like the this. The only no, thing he won was an MLS Cup with with uh, Atlanta. That's it. No, well, that's why <laughs> I went him out. Let's let's uh, keep reading what people are writing right now. Thank you, everybody, by the way, for for uh, joining us in this uh, great topic that we have. Martin forty three says maybe mix young players with veterans. Yes, that's a great combination. Always. Rec for sixteen, you get a grid of los viejos, and the athleticism of the U.S. and Canada was too much for them. Which young players do you like? Mexico needs to improve, and they will not in 2021-2022. Luca Martinez, eh, Julian Araujo, eh, Marcelo Flores. Okay. Why that viejo of Chicharito for 16 is uh, telling us? Mexico needs to run their program like a top 10 team? Mexico needs uh, me, Fernie, and Super. Okay, yeah, Leo Hernandez. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, but they really need a top 10 team. They're a mediocre team. DJ, there's a lot of old players in the middle of the attack, and that's, that's a serious issue. It's time to some younger players for the eager to attack. This is also a reflection of the domestic league. Liga MX sucks, and there is for the last five years. Our weakness, our defense. Bob Bradley for Mexico. It's not happening. Uh, Tata made Argentina. Made Argentina lost the final not only once, but twice. Super Mojado. Is Almeida's boyfriend. Uh, he wishes. He wishes. <laughs> Mexico's depth is being tested, and it's. Uh, I'm very worried. Um, I'm not. I don't think I'm worried. And and Pepe, thank you, Pe Pepe Zason. Thank you for writing. I don't. I'm not worried about right now. I think they're gonna make it to the World you Cup. Are tied in. I said right now. I said right now. Listen. Let, let me finish. DJ oh Matias Almeida should be el three new manager. Yes, Matias Almeida style. Fits good for El Tri and Panama game with home with no fans. It's massive. I think the, the next six games are massive. Uh, eh, Pepe. Si, si Almeida se va uh, como entrenador de la selección mexicana, se trae a las Chofis y quedamos campeones del mundo. 
Así de fácil, ¿verdad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say that ironically, right? But 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 to be honest uh, with you, I think that for what Matias Almeida did with Chivas, man, I even though that they he did not play the, the greatest soccer, uh, the amount of uh, a championship that he he played, you know, a total of seven and winning five of them, I think that's with only Mexican players in, in a league that uh, everybody says that that's like a, a weakness. Even uh, great coaches like uh, el, el, el Rey Mira. Who's a teacher? Uh, ah, yeah. Great. You know, was, now he's calling him great. <laughs> no, but he he is, goes and criticizes his own team and says that that's, that's like a... a a weakness mm. of, of yeah, the yeah. Team. no that's not let's take a it's... let's take a look at the numbers of el tata martino because um you guys are putting him like if he's nothing really uh this is with mexico uh he he won the world cup in 2019 nations league runner-up they lost against the u.s Wait and then in the 2021 he a world cup the <laughs> uh, nations league uh, gold cup i said <laughs> you said uh, thank world you for cup. i said gold <laughs> cup thank you for listening uh and 2021 runner-up also against uh against the U.S. So Mexico is currently first three games losing streak, including friendly since October 2018. Name manager in 2019, I think. All right, so with these numbers, Mediocre. we should not worry. Um, Mediocre. Uh, listen, listen. I understand you guys are worried, and, and, and it, it just makes it right being worried, but it doesn't. you guys are not worried for the right thing. No, what's, there, no, no, what's I am the right, for the right thing. What is the right thing to worry about, Hugo? The lack of um uh what's it called? Style. I don't I don't I don't even want to say style. The the lack of motivation and the lack of um a core, let's put it this way. Yeah, I, I, you guys truly do you guys truly think that uh Mexico is not going to the World Cup? Is that your worry right now? No, uh, after, no uh, after Canada, yes, after the game on Tuesday, yes. He will okay. go to the World Cup, but he's 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 he with this team. I will take this team to to the World Cup, man. The problem <laughs> is that we're gonna have a, 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 an embarrassment. I, at this point, I don't even want them to go if Tata Martino is in charge, you know, because they're just gonna go and embarrass uh, uh, embarrass themselves. You know, it's it's just just the way it is, man. Okay. We, yeah, keep, we uh, keep on reading. Well, one second, uh, Fernando. Uh, ¿Por qué no juega la trophies? Dice Martin 43. Que está jugando bien ahorita. I don't think he's a national team quality kind of player. Uh, Rec416, hashtag Fuera Tata. That's going to be a, ten, a Twitter tendency more likely. You want to bring a coach that can win the MLS, a league you can keep talking down about it. Uh, Luis Perez está diciendo. I'm not sure who is more mediocre, Tata o Super Mojado. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good that's a good uh, com comparison. I think the players' selection, lack of playing time with key players like Achiache and Tecatito. Tecatito's definitely down on his game, and he looked terrible in these two games. No, they all did, man. Orbelin, Romo, Chucky, they, they were all terrible. That is a stubborn or an old man, but I think that these two big losses were reality check, and he will make changes. He will be picking young players and tactics. They have to beat Jamaica or it's over. No, it's not over even they lose against Jamaica. I doubt it's going to be over. But if not, they'll call Javier Aguirre, man. Javier Aguirre, and they'll save the, the ship and whatever. So you, you prefer Javier Aguirre than El Piojo? I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? You prefer Javier Aguirre than El Piojo? <laughs> 
At this point, I don't know. El Piojo, acuérdate que perdió la cabeza, brother. Oh, well, the la... producer is trying to tell me something. You, you, you got something for me, producer. I don't care que, que la pierda. I mean, nos, hizo buen papel en el 2014. I don't care si pierde la cabeza. It's okay. I mean, no, if you're, a, if you're a coach for the national team, you cannot lose your head, especially at an airport with, a, with a, la prensa. No, brother. So, está, está, a menos que estés borracho, y si estás borracho, te, te corren de tu trabajo. Así no, que, I understand that, pero based on what we're going through right now, I don't care. I'd rather go to the World Cup with a, with a boxeador as a coach. You know? Okay, I, yeah. I really don't care. El Ramón Chávez acaba de unir al show. Thank you, Ramón Chávez. Uh, Fernando es pro-violence. Yes, I, we, we, I see that. He wants to go with uh, USA. Oh, welcome, JRT, the father of Mexico and the king of CONCACAF. Thank you, everybody, who's commenting, by the way. We have a big, big uh, audience today. And make sure we all um, share the show. Uh, if you get the link there, put it in your social media, share it, and make sure everybody connects and, and subscribe to this, to this channel. It'll be, it's always great. It's always great to have new new people. As uh, JR, the father of Mexico and the king of the CONCACAF. Thank you for joining us, man. Great comment. Uh, I don't want I don't want Piojo. He's going to make it worse. Maybe Jimmy Lozano will be a better option. Uh, super, right now, you have one wish. You can put Jimmy Lozano or Matias Almeida. Rápido, ¿quién escoges? Matias, for sure. Ay, of course. El pastor, el pastor mayor, el pastor mayor. But uh, guys, guys, come on, reality check. El, el Tata is going to stay there longer. JR, how's everybody been today? Everybody's good, man. Thank you for joining, and make sure you uh, share this episode with everybody. Thank you for joining. Uh, what else we got? What else we got in the in the rundown? Because we have a, El Tata Martino con el Tri. Thank you for I'm getting definitely feedback in there. Bájenla sus... A sus radios, brother. ¿Qué pasa, mi super? <laughs> and make sure also, for everybody's listening, make sure you follow us on, on social media. We have El Tri online and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all over the place. Uh, we're always there with the best content, the best news, and, and everything around. But guys, so let me just read these comments real quick, and we're going to take a break. So I'll get back to you in a second. Uh, how's everything today? USA aren't kings of anything. They can't beat Jamaica. El Piojo, not Javier Aguirre, aren't ready for Mexico right now. In my opinion, El Tata is good, just needs to trust the process. Francisco Benitez, thank you, Francisco, for joining us. I, I think the same thing. Trust the process and just trust that Mexico is going to make it to the, final, to the final part of the World Cup, but um, they need to get a better style. Like this Mexican, this young kid, uh, Fernando Flores, or Flores, no recuerdo su primer nombre. Marcelo. Eh, Marcelo. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just get him in and see what happens. But it's it's a, it's a tough decision. Jamaica got robbed. They should have won the game against the U.S. for sure. That's something us 43, Martin. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere, guys. Keep on commenting. Keep on sharing that episode. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, welcome back, everybody. This is El Mexican Soccer Podcast. I'm your host, Hugo Bernal, and this is uh, Inchabrand.com, the best uh, merchandise, the official merchandise for the ETO uh, podcast and El Tri Online podcast. Make sure you go to Inchabrand.com and get your, the best gear, the best gear you can get around. And if you guys stick around and, and share the, sh the show, as everybody should, uh, I, I don't know, sometimes the producer gets pretty... Uh, Pretty pretty nice, and he gives some uh, inch of brand clothing away, or, or we'll ask, we'll ask. But anyways, thank you for joining us. Make sure you uh, share this episode. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Keep on commenting. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to everybody who's joining for the first time. Welcome to all the better veterans that we have. Veterans as in for the show. Um, DJ is telling us that the U.S. show that they, can, they cannot win against seems... They play them physical. That is true. But um, it's a very physical team for the U.S. I mean, physical, and I mean um, athleticism, physical kind of thing. They were running all over the place, and they did not get tired, and Mexico did show that. But anyway, so now, now let's take, talk about um, Fernando. Are you ready? Awesome. Because we're, we're going to talk about uh, la, el, el repechaje. ¿Tus pumas le hicieron? El ¿Llegaron al repechaje? Claro, claro, claro que sí llegaron. Cuatro a tres le pegaron a Cruz Azul. Ay, 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 papá, bien Felipe. ¿Ya ves? <laughs> that's, that's what's going on with... Uh, let's take a look at the... Let's, let's take a look at the games for uh, el, el, el repechaje. We have Saturday, Santos, San Luis y Puebla, Chivas. Y el domingo... Que Pachuca, Portoluca, los Pumas se enfrentan al Diablo Mayor, a los Choriceros del Toluca, y luego eh, esta es, un, este es una final adelantada, ¿eh? eh <laughs> tenemos Cruz Azul, Monterrey. Es la verdad, <clears throat> súper. All right, whatever you say, my friend. Well, well, I, I know you're going to say something about your Chivas and, the, that, and now how they, they're going to turn things around in this against Puebla and think, things like that, but súper. Un Puma, un Pumas, un Cruz Azul Monterrey, right now, es una final adelantada. No me puedes negar eso. Eh, ¿En cómo vienen los equipos? No creo, ¿eh? No, no se me hace tan atractivo el partido. A ver, ok. Bueno, como vengan, y, pero mucho descanso. Van a ser casi dos semanas de descanso. Eh, guys, let me ask you. Two weeks, I mean, not two weeks ago. At the beginning of the tournament, if I tell you, con Cruz Azul como viene, que es el actual campeón, con Monterrey, con ese billete que le invirtieron y con el, el Vasco Aguirre, if I tell you, la final va a ser Cruz Azul-Monterrey. ¿Lo crees fácilmente, cierto? Sí. No. sí. Ay, súper, no me vengas con... Súper. Sáquenlo, saquen al súper, ya sáquenlo, ya marcó súper, sáquenlo. Hey, guys, you guys don't believe what I say, man. You guys don't, you know, don't have faith in me, but look, everything that happen? I say... Is gonna everything that I say... It, it, it becomes true, man. It, okay. Reality. What did you say? Other than, than la selección mexicana with, with La Liga MX, what have you said Les that has come que true? Cruz Azul iba a tener campeonitis and look what they are. They're barely, they're not even going to make it to the next phase. Come they, on, man. Monterrey even, is a, gonna... even a 10-year-old guesses that, that the current champions will have campeonitis <laughs> and especially Cruz Azul. Like nobody, uh -huh. it's, it's, it's not rocket science. Like Cruz Azul ganó el campeonato de Chiripa porque Santos dejó de jugar bien. Come on, come on, man. They, that's the problem. The problem with Cruz Azul wasn't that uh, uh, 
que, que llegar a la final de Chiripa. They, they were always there. They made, they make it to, to, to championship all the time. They just let, let me just ask you, ask you, you two guys, because I know you guys are very uh, passionate about this. Who's gonna think, turn things around? Pumas or Chivas in este juego de repechaje? Or none? I'll let, I'll let Super answer this one first. <laughs> Listen, Super, I truly. See... Well, well, I'll ask you about Chivas. Are they turning things around or not? Not turning. I don't think they're turning things around. I definitely see a, a, a big uh, opportunity for them to advance to the next round, but I don't see them doing much more than that. For Pumas, okay. they, they barely made it to this this round. I mean, they, they just got really lucky because of the, the, the mediocre tournament that everybody has been having and listen Toluca was a contender in the beginning of the tournament to be to to take the championship so I I don't see Pumas going uh, anywhere hey, ahora tú, eh, Fernando. I'm glad you asked that question because I brought my numbers here so in the past six games Fernando Chip. in the past six games Toluca has only gotten four points That means four ties. They've only gotten four ties and, and two losses. Pumas has gotten 13 points, and that means uh, four games won, one tied, and one lost. So I don't know, Super. Yeah? You tell me. Why, why don't you think Pumas can turn things around if they clearly have uh, nine points ahead in the past six, six games, which are the most important at this point because they're the most recent? <laughs> Look, look, this is random doings is telling us something that is very true. It says Chivas needs to do needs to be doing good so El Three can do better. It is true. Chivas used to be the core of the national team and now they're nowhere to be found. I, I don't think that's true, man. I don't think that's true, no. man. Look, in 2013, when when Mexico was struggling to go to Brazil. Mm -hmm. La base del equipo cuando empezaron a mejorar las cosas era el América. Okay. It, wasn't, it wasn't Chivas. So uh, at that point, Chivas would have been, could have been playing good, could have been playing bad, but the base was América y con eso llegaron casi, al Mundial. Casi, wow, llegaron, pero bueno, eso es porque rescataron el, el bote. Pero ¿qué tal en, en el 2006 con la golpe que estaba sólido el asunto? Oh, bueno, estamos hablando de casi 20 años. That's, ¿Y las Chivas you know, cómo andaban? Ex exactly, but you can't say... I don't think Chivas has been doing great since then, and Mexico has had good moments since since <laughs> 2006. Okay, what else? Thank you. No, Thank oh, you for your input. Let, 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 him, uh, let him have no. this. Uh, so, you know. so you're saying that since 2006, when Chivas stopped being as great as they are, you mean Mexico has been sucking the whole time? Yes. A lot of it. Well, when, so, when el, el, el Chepo tuvo la selección un rato, andaban bien al principio... Y era Chivas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But it was that, a combination to look at Chivas. That's in 2006, 2010. No, no, no. 2013 se, 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 se also. But that, that, la base no era Chivas en el 2003. Y si en era Chivas. 2000, en el 2006, digo 2010, bueno, tenían al Chicharito que les fue muy bien en el Mundial. Bueno, le fue bien en el Mundial a él. Eh, ¿Quién But más? What I mean is that, 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 that United. No. That statement is not true anymore. Chivas could be doing bad, and the Selección Mexicana can still be doing good. Okay, it is true. That is true. But if Chivas does very well, 
la selección da, le va bien. Ex, mira, uh, what you I don't would... understand, uh, Fernando, is that if Chivas has a great tournament, let's let's just think that let's just uh, put Chivas in in the best uh, top four. They're they're constantly winning games. They they just have a a great rhythm, great great team uh, teamwork. You got 11 players right there that are Mexicans. So you, <laughs> by them doing really good, that means that, you know, the selection could pick yeah, out of any it, all those 11, any of them It is can true. go to la selección. And that's why we say this. Thank And you. that's why, uh, you know. The thing is, that te la pasas diciendo que el torneo de la Liga MX es muy mediocre. So if there's 11 players that are doing good in, in Chivas, but there's also players in Europe, why would you choose players from Chivas when you have players from Europe? Because well, to you, players, if, they're not, if they're not playing, if you're playing seven minutes uh, every every four weeks, yeah. What do you mean? Say. Every uh, Chucky, he no, played more than four minutes. Do you have no, that play? But Fernando, no quiere decir que no vas a llamar a los europeos por por traerte a todos Chivas. Si si está el Chucky prendidísimo, te lo llevas y ya no pasa well, nada. And then, well, okay, let me tell you what why that statement scares me because Chivas has not been doing great since 2006. So no, what does that mean? Ya, ya, ya valió la Quedaron campeones en el, en el 17 y llegaron a final de Libertadores en el 2013, si no me acuerdo, si no me so, Ok, so, con que me dices eso, México nada más destacó en el 2017. No, y en el 13 también estaba. Te ya, empezaron más, bien con el, con el Chepo. 12, se, les, 12, se le vino todo abajo. Two years donde no hubo mundiales. Entonces, ¿para qué nos sirve que Chivas esté bien si nada más van a jugar? O sea, le aportan a, a, a México cuando no hay mundiales. You have options then. If you have a team of 11 Mexican players that are really good and they're dominating in La Liga, of course la selección is going to be better because you have options now. It's not that go. they're going to do, oh, they're going to be champions of the world. No, you're going to have options. You're going to have a better team. No, I, no. It, <laughs> that statement just doesn't, no, it doesn't make sense because then you're excluding everybody else that plays in, right. the, in, in La Liga. Good. We're gonna be, no, uh, no, no, we're not excluding anyone else. And and it's it has never happened that the Chivas are doing amazing and they just only call, they only call, they only call Chivas players. But anyways, going back to the games, you guys want to do predictions real quick and, and for el repechaje and, and, Uh, let's make sure we, we record this and let's let's play next uh, next show. That way, el super el, el super Walter Mercado aquí dice que todo lo adivina. I want I just want to make sure real quick. So let's do it fast and, and efficient, and we'll play next next show. Is that good? Sounds good. All right. So let's go with the games uh, real quick. Super. Dime todos los juegos. Santos San Luis. All right. Uh, two one Santos. Chivas. Puebla. Puebla 2-0, Chivas. Chivas. Toluca, Pumas. 3-1, Toluca. Cruz Azul, eh, Rayados. 3-2, Monterrey. <ríe> ok, Fernando. Dale, desde el principio otra vez. Santos, San Luis. Uh, Santos, 1-0. Chivas, Puebla. Puebla, Puebla Chivas. Puebla, 1-0. Toluca, Pumas. Pumas, 2-1. Cruz Azul, Rayados. Monterrey, 3-0. Ay, papá. Ok, voy yo. Santos le pega al San Luis 2 a 0. Puebla eh, pierde 1 a 0 contra Chivas. 
Toluca pasa 2 a 1 ante Pumas y Cruz Azul gana a Rayados 2 a 1. There you go. Real quick. Real quick, real fast and real efficient. Make sure uh, you guys uh, send us your comments in the comment section and see what you guys think for the repechaje. And next, next week we'll be talking about it. A ver si mi, mi Walter Mercado and the producer is telling me what? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, we have something real quick for uh, eh, el repechaje because eh, if, you, if you guys are hustling like el super mojado, you know, making uh, money on the side, uh, selling uh, funny stuff and, and, you know, doing all kind of transactions, but even, even betting, even betting, although I've heard because of many fans that right here and uh, listen to us, que el super a veces no paga sus apuestas. But I don't know. I don't know about that. It doesn't, it doesn't, no me consta. No me consta. So I don't know. But anyways, if you guys like betting, tenemos un experto, es el productor, el buen Joe Rodriguez. And let's have him over and see what he, what he can tell us about uh, betting on this repechaje. Mi buen Joe, welcome. What's up, guys? How you guys doing today? It looks like uh, Super Mojado still getting a lot of love from the chat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. I, I love my fans too. Orale. Well, guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, really quick show you guys the odds uh, that um, that we have right now. And it's actually very interesting because I think if you take a look at these odds, you're going to get an opportunity to see that there's a lot of money to be made, uh, you know, if you are very tactic and you are careful. So right now, as we see them, you see that, uh, <clears throat> first of all, we're looking at the regular money line, okay? So... Don't be confused by this. Basically, what this is telling us is that you have to make the bet and it's in regular time. So for Fernando that was actually thinking about going with the one zeros and I think he had a couple of other guys, right? If Santos was to actually draw but win in extra time, he would not win. That would still be considered a draw. So I'm going to show you guys what I would probably end up doing, okay? So I actually would go with uh, a Santos Laguna win also in regulation. And then for the Chivas and Puebla, Chivas is actually a huge underdog. So I would be willing to take the risk on Chivas uh, because I think uh, if you were to actually put some money on Chivas, then uh, that'd be pretty significant. Toluca and Pumas, I disagree with Fernando. I think that Toluca will actually end up uh, taking that bad boy right there. And then last but not least, Monterrey and... Um, Cruz Azul, actually, I would give that a draw. So if we were to put some money, right? So we're gonna we're gonna just play with again. This is just for entertainment purposes. Don't get crazy, right? <laughs> so uh, well, let's Come on, put, man, drop, drop the big box, man. <laughs> drop, drop the big box. Let's put twenty dollars, right? If we put twenty dollars on Santos Laguna, you see that uh, you win about fifteen dollars and thirty eight cents, right? It's a thirty five thirty eight payoff. Now, for Chivas, if we were to put the $20 bet on that one, that's a huge payout, man. That's a $69 payout. That means that you're making about, what is it, $60, $49. That's what you're making, $49 on $20 if you go with Chivas. Uh, $20 for Toluca nets you $22. And then last but not least, on the draw for Cruz Azul and Monterrey, you get about $61. Uh, these odds are live as of right now. So today is the 18th uh, at 9.45 p.m. Um, but here is where you could just make a killing, okay? The parlay is where, like, it's just monstrous. 
So if we were to put $20 on this exact same parlay, meaning that Santos Laguna would win, Chivas would win, Toluca's would win, and there would be a draw at the end of regulation between Cruz Azul and Monterrey, you're looking at a $781 payout. All right. So for betting $100, if my calculation is correct here, because I'm not really good at math, you're looking about, so 880 like almost 900 bucks, guys. That's what you're looking at. So <laughs> it's incredible. I just wanted to show you guys really quick. Um, in the state of Connecticut, it is legal to gamble. There's about 18 other states. I know that you could gamble legally online. But again, this is just my opinion. This is only intended for entertainment purposes. Do not take my word for it. Do not bet your house super mojado. All right. So, you know, but again, a lot of money to be made, guys. Um, and I think that you um, you out there, right? Like if you were a betting man, you would absolutely have an opportunity to make uh, some cash. But these money lines are really, really challenging and they're really difficult. There's a reason why the casinos are always, um, they're always winning, right? And we're just mere mortals. So that's all, I, well, that's all I have, guys. Do you guys have any questions? No, man. Uh, so, so I'm in Florida, and it's, it's uh, online betting is not is not legal. So, who should I send the the paperwork from my house to over to Connecticut? Super mojado. He's a gaming Así man. Es. <laughs> dale, dale, dale. All right, guys. Yeah, este cuántas casas, mi super? Yeah. Oh man, Joe, I need a place to crash, man. You got some room down there? No, I just want to let everybody know that this 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 is a great uh, info and and. It, it was free, guys. It was free. Everybody who's listening in there. Don Flamingo is telling you, Joe, uh, do people tell you that you look like uh, John Leguizamo? Who's that? Jo John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah. uh, Don Flamingo, yes, people tell me that all the time. Unfortunately, I think uh, I'm an upgrade of John Leguizamo. I'm as funny but, as him. I got I to gotta see this guy. Oh, okay. I know John Leguizamo. That Every, funny. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flamingo, Don Flamingo, everybody has told me that throughout my entire life. Maybe it's like the, the <laughs> smile. I don't know, man. But, hey, you know what? At least they're not uh, uh, comparing me to El Chupacabra, so. <laughs> great, man. Great, great. No, thank you, Joe. Thank you for uh, joining on this. And it's a great, great piece of info. And, yeah, everybody, it was free, guys. It was free. If you feel lucky, uh, go for it, man. I, I would do it, actually. And I'm going to think about it. I, I might do something about this uh, for for games coming up. So, Joe, if I get something, I'll, I'll send you over the cut. You know, uh, you know all right. what I mean. All right. Sounds good, fellas. <laughs> Have a good one. Take it easy, man. There you go, guys. And this is poor betting con uh, segment was presented by El Super Mojado for free. <laughs> El Super Apuesta La Máscara. Let's go to the casino, guys, right now. Está muy lejos. <laughs> Fer, ¿tú vas a apostar algo ni más paloma? No. La sonrisa. <risa> no, no soy Oye, una persona con suerte en las apuestas. Prefiero nada qué? más sentarme y ver. No, ni con, el, ni con your team choices, man. No, but you know what happened? Everybody made the in the in the in the betting things that Joe was talking about. Todos mataron a Pumas. Todos mataron a Pumas. Así que Fer, demuéstrales que, ya, que vas traje, más allá de eso. Traje los números y te los repito. Toluca con cuatro puntos en los ah, últimos yeah, seis yeah. partidos y yeah. Pumas con 13 puntos. Llega, claro, de, llega mejor de, el equipo de, de Pumas. De, de, ¿Te dormiste de con esos números? No, no, no. El Mr. Chip hizo su tarea. Dale crédito. Hey, man. 
The fact, se acabó el torneo y Fernando ahí sí. con sus numeritos ahí durmiendo. Si te vas a poner a apostar como lo hace Joe, mejor estar bien informado and bring my numbers. There you go, yeah, there you go. That's a, that's the way to go. Keep keep doing your homework. Yeah. No, if, if, if Joe if Joe would have put my numbers, then he would not be twenty dollars down from that to look against Pumas game. There you go. Uh, ¿Creen que Cruz Azul puede ser bicampeón? Nos pregunta Don Flamingo. Uh, I doubt it. No. Doubt it. Only Especially... Pumas and Leon can do that. Oh, how cute. How cute. Anyways, let's, let's keep turn, uh, moving on. Moving on. Now we have a, a MLS because we have the playoff bracket and we're ready to go. So production, let's drop it. There you go. It was fast. Uh, Sunday, we got uh, New York, Atlanta, and then... Uh, ¿Es Nashville, Orlando o es este? No, es Columbus, ¿no? Uh, Nash, Nash, Nashville. Nashville, uh, yeah, Orlando. Nashville, Orlando, sí. And then we have Philadelphia Red Bulls. We have eh, Minnesota contra Timber. Eh, Sport, Sporting de Kansas City contra los Whitecaps. Y eh, Seattle contra el Real Salt Lake. Los únicos dos que con pase directo fueron Colorado y... Eh, los refs, los refs, of course, um, they, they had a great, great tournament. No teams from LA, barely Mexicans in there because we have, bueno, tenemos a el Sporting con, con Pulido y que tenemos en Atlanta, un, Atlanta un par, ¿no? Gonzo Pineda as a coach, yeah. um, el Dam en uh, el Cubo Torres. El Creo Cubo. que por ahí, por ahí tienen a, a Van Rankin olvidado, ¿no juegan los Timbers? En Portland, yes. There you go. No, no está olvidado, mi buen Portland eh, Fernando. And I believe uh, somebody else. Somebody sí, else por ahí, por ahí puede ver alguno más. Por ahí puede ver alguno más. But anyways, so, so, even Carlos Vela subió una foto diciendo, I wish I was still playing and I wish blah, blah, blah. But who knows, a lot of, a lot of movements maybe coming in after uh, the season's over and all this uh, shenanigans happens. I don't believe that picture. <laughs> Well, we'll see Carlos, what happens with uh, Bob Bradley, too, because he's pretty much he, out. He's out already. He's gone. Hey, uh, yeah. uh, Inter Miami, if you're listening, Bob Bradley is... Uh, oh, they need know, a project. Uh, Miami needs a project. Uh, they, they say Toronto is pretty is pretty close for... To, uh, but anyways, but uh, because he has his son in there in Toronto, but who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Of course, we'll let everybody know in... On social media, as we always bring the, the news as fast as, as fast as we get them. But, um, so, eh, el favorito ahora que ya no está tu LAFC, mi super, Fer, algún favorito en la MLS con el ranking que vimos, el bracket? Well, I, I like sporting uh, KC, but uh, I think that Bru uh, Bruce Arena did an excellent job with uh, los Reds. Okay. But, uh, you know, they might just take it all, man. It's no. funny how el super, one second, Fernando, el super, he goes, he goes with the, con los chivermanos, brother, a donde sea que vayan. <laughs> Once you're a chivermano, that's it. You're on, on super eh, dream list, list they have, for they the rest have of your had, life. They have, uh, Sporting KC has had like some good uh, tournaments the past three, two to three tournaments. So uh, they're only missing that, you know, la cereza en el pastel, el campeonato. Ah, nada más detallitos, ¿no? Pero anyways, uh, super, I mean, Fer, who are you going to say? Yo me voy con la segura y digo que Seattle Sounders se, <laughs> se la llevan. <laughs> Simplemente por el historial, ¿no? Sí, nada más. Eso es todo. Ok. Nada más. Good, good to know. 
el, como apostando al estilo Joe, aprendieron bien de ti y buen Joe. Es que los, los números, números, los números, los números. Sí, eres numerólogo, ya me di cuenta. That's great, man. That's great. So make sure, uh, just make sure don't you don't put a lot of money into MLS then because with those with those numbers are you bringing in, man? I don't know. It's gonna be tough. But anyway, there so no more, there, there was no more room in his notepad. Uh, he had all the Pumas numbers. Fernando Chip, Fernando Chip. So Don Flamingo, uh, Flamingo. Yeah, people are saying they're not. Uh, Cruz Azul is not gonna be be campeón. So that's that's what you get for now. Uh, any last comments? Everybody's gonna drop in there. Do it now because we're about to finish. Uh, super. Something to tell us besides that Chivas is winning against Puebla because uh, we don't want to hear, especially from you. If, if Fernando wants to say it, it's okay. <laughs> no, no. Por favor, uh, um, I, John de Luisa Torrado. If you're listening, just. Uh, You know, escuchen la voz de Cuauhtémoc Blanco, Rafa Márquez. Ahora sí que personas Hugo Sánchez, que, ¿no? Hugo que Sánchez, saben. ¿no? También Hugo Sánchez. Porque él se postula cada como tres veces oh, por yeah. semana. Yeah. Así que escuchen la voz de la experiencia and just, uh, you know, open even, that door for this guy. And even Mario Carrillo, Mario Carrillo. Exactly, Mario Carrillo. So, who, who do you want them to call? Uh, Flores? Marcelo Flores? That would be good. <laughs> No, Fernando, to bring who? We what? what? What do you mean? I thought, I thought, no, I, I thought Super said to bring some, this guy. Who? Which guy? He was telling us about Marcelo Flores. I don't, I don't think he knows what he's talking about. No, I think el Super está se, se le congeló ahí el micrófono y todo. Ya no sabe ni lo que está haciendo. A ver, eh, bueno, pues tú, mi buen Fer, what do you got? Mira, voy a terminar. Como empecé y fuera tata, fuera tata. Así me despido. Nacho Ambriz está diciendo el buen Don Flamingo. Thank you, mi buen Don Flamingo, for joining us. Thank you a todos los que se juntaron, se metieron, le dieron compartir. Guys, let's keep it up. Esto es el Tri Online. Remember, these shows are for you guys. So make sure you follow us. Make sure you share the, the, the show, the videos that we, the, the, the posts that, that we do and everything that we do. Join and see el super mojado en su pinche puro, en su puro pinche watch party. Whenever, every time he gets drunk and in front of the cameras and everything. Next week, it's, uh, it's, it's Thanksgiving. So we're not, we're not uh, doing a show, even though I wish I could do it in front of uh, the family. And then, you know, in the middle of the family, we should all do it. At least uh, an Instagram live and see how, how we uh, are eating and what are we eating. El super, of course, is going to be drunk as always, but it's okay. And the next show is going to be Thursday, December the 2nd. So make sure you tune in. We'll be ready with all the Liguilla, pretty much. La Liguilla ya lista, on their way. And we'll have it all in El Tri Online. And last reminder, please uh, follow us in every single social media platform that you can find us. El Tri Online, I'm your host, Hugo Bernal. Aquí tenemos al buen Fernando. De este lado tenemos al buen Super Mojado. This is it for, for today, guys. Make sure you coman frutas y verduras. Y nos vemos en la próxima. ¿Por qué te ríes? ¿Por qué te ríes, güey? <risa>